0: Welcome to Episode 3 of the Envision Breathwork for High Performance Podcast. One change you'll notice from the previous two episodes is that I've greatly shortened the length of the podcast to focus really specifically on the stories of how my guests have used breathwork in order to stay calm in very high-stress situations. My guest on today's podcast is Dre Newsom. Dre has an outstanding amount of experience in extreme sports. What I mean by that is not only is he a two-time American Ninja Warrior, he is also an avid B-licensed skydiver with over 120 jumps to his name and a life coach. As you're about to find out on this podcast, skydiving is an incredibly dangerous sport where things can go very wrong very quickly. I hope you enjoy listening to Dre. Take me through how he has used breathwork to stay calm in literal life-or-death moments. Enjoy. So, Dre, I'm curious to know, how has breathwork made a big difference in your life when it comes to skydiving?
1: Yeah, breathwork has played a huge role in skydiving. I mean, most of the time when people think of skydiving, they think, how could you put your body in that position? Or why would you jump on a perfectly good airplane? Um, The first story I have is when I first got my, my first did my first jump. And uh I just remember so much anxiety and just like fear of the unknown and also what could happen, what bad things can happen. And I remember the plane door opening up meaning my turns next. I'm scooting outside and I just stare up at the sky. And in that moment, I was just I just tensed up and enjoyed the ride the whole time. So I just tensed up and he jumped out and then the whole experience was just very um, <laughs> shocking to my body. So second time around, I remember I didn't want to have that same time, that same feeling, but I knew what it felt like to tense up. And so uh, one of the instructors mentioned, just calm down. You've done this before. You know what to do. And so one of the things I've known from calming down is breathing and sitting at where you're at, being present in the moment, oh, in the moment. And um just accepting that okay this is about to happen let me just calm my body down um through that um i'm also a certified life coach and so through the course they taught us the five five seven breath where you inhale for five hold for five and then release for second it's for seven and i remember that in the plane was the five five seven breath so what i did was i it was about a five minute ride up i remember just staring up straight ahead um and just relaxing. I don't know how many times i have done it, but I think the first three, my heart was pounding. And by the time I got to four or five, everything just like calmed down. The door opens up, same reaction. My body's calm. I'm like, I've done this before. I get out of the plane and my eyes are open the whole time. You know, I'm screaming, I'm yelling, and I'm more relaxed and enjoying the moment. So that was the first time. The second story was when I was already licensed, it was probably my 16th jump and um we had a mount function well i had a mound function and so you have your main and you have your reserve and as you get your license they they walk you through you know what to do if something bad happens like what if your parachute looks like this when you open it up this is what you do and i've done 15 jumps before nothing bad's happened and then my 16th jump i pull and we call it a streamer and what happens is um it takes too long for the air to catch the the shoot and open it up. So it's in a ball and you're just kind of falling and you're waiting for the air to catch it, to expand it, but it doesn't open up. So it's called a streamer. And what you do with that is you cut it away immediately immediately, and you go straight to your reserve. So as I'm looking up and I'm seeing the streamer, you're supposed to wait about four or five seconds and then do your cutaway and your pool. Um, I probably wait maybe five and a half, six. You know, I wanted to give it some time. Nothing was happening. And immediately I remembered cutaway pool. <laughs> and when you have your reserve, that's your last option. You don't have anything else after your reserve. And so I pull my reserve. The thing comes up, it cuts away. And I just remember looking up and seeing a perfectly air, a perfect parachute and in that moment uh my heart's beating um i'm by myself up in the sky you know obviously trying to steer and get to the drop zone um and i just had a moment to not only appreciate that, you know, I saved my life, but just calm myself down and like, hey, you're fine. You're totally fine. Your limbs are here. <laughs> you know, Your parachute's above you. You're fine. And in that moment, I went through the same breathing techniques and it calmed me down. As mm-hmm. soon as I landed, everybody made sure I was OK. And they realized they <laughs> soon they realized, like, why I wasn't so like, oh, my God, you know, because a lot of people like when they cut away anxiety. Is- Starts to build up, but for me, once I landed, I was very calm. I was you know obviously happy to be alive, but I think those two moments were when I used breathing and my breath work the most during skydiving.
0: wow, wow <laughs> that that's amazing because you know like uh, and you said you're a certified life coach, um you know there's a lot of stoic principles that are being incorporated into a lot of uh, coaching programs nowadays, you know including my own around one of the main ones is um you know there's the events that occur right and then there's your reaction to them and it's not clear if in the moment it's a good thing or a bad thing and you know when we allow ourselves or when we don't have control over our emotions we freak out in the moment and this tends to speed up time right so we feel like we're still rushed and we feel like you know we don't have control and so yeah. i'm wondering do you um and this is, you know, not just for skydiving now, but maybe, maybe it is. Do you have some breath work techniques or big moments where you feel like you've regained control using the breath or are there, are there moments where maybe the, you know, the script wasn't going your way and you kind of flip that around using breath work?
1: Yes. Uh, right off the top of my head, I thought of, um, I don't know if you've been to Pace Bend, but it's this area in Texas where it's a big cliff and I jump off cliffs in the water and do flips and stuff like that. And, most people that jump with me know that sometimes I have to visualize exactly what I'm doing before I do it. And at this time, I was doing a double backflip off a 60-foot bridge. And those are one of those things like you have to like, make sure you rotate twice, spot the landing, everything's to be perfect. And I remember standing up there because we do a train where one person that knows how to do it does it first, next person that knows how to do it and kind of adds that motivation like, hey, three people just did it. You can do it too my turn comes next. And I just remember staring at the water and I told everybody, I was like, one second, I need a second, I have to visualize it. And so not only did the breathing come in, but the the breath work come in, but also the visualization of like, okay, this is how to rotate. This is how much power I need to throw into it. Make sure I spot my landing. And from then on, anything that I've never done, whether it's skydiving or jumping off cliffs, like I have to visualize it and add in my breath work at the same time. Um, my go-to is always the five, five, seven. That's, you know, my bread and butter, butter, but, um, I'm curious to know if you have some other techniques or you've heard of the same technique.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I come back to the, first of all, that was, that's like crazy. Um, (laughs) and I want to comment the, there's a quote I've been thinking about a lot, which is, uh, becoming an expert in something means there's less effort, Put into the actual activity and you get more out of it. And I'm seeing all these people, you know, they're doing effortless things that seem so hard, right? Um, Seem impossible. And I think it it comes from the cool, you know, calmness, just having a, uh, you know, a collected manner in the moment. And then you can just kind of effortlessly breeze through these things. Um, And back to your question, I don't know if you saw me in the plane because, you know, (laughs) know our our viewers know this, but we were on the same plane for my first jump. Um, I was, I was doing the the crow's breath. So crow's breath, super simple in through the mouth and mm-hmm. out through the mouth, through uh, pursed lips, like a straw. And it's so simple. It's, yes. mm-hmm. and it, it's funny because that's also the breath work technique I give to people in the ice baths, first timers mm-hmm. in the, the ice baths. Cause it's all, it's all adrenaline, right? It's all a state of yep. stress. Um, and if you can stay composed whether it's in an ice bath or skydiving, or even, you know, the business presentation that you have next week, it's all the same stress and it's up to you to, to flip the script. Um, so that, that that's super fascinating. And I'm wondering, it might be interesting for someone who's about to do their first jump, mm-hmm. if you could visualize, help them walk through maybe proper breathing techniques or just mental clarity techniques, the whole way through um, a yeah. jump, you know, maybe, from even you know as they're walking up to the 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 plane when they're doing the ride up does that you want to talk about that
1: yeah definitely I mean if you want to start from scratch I feel like most people when they when they book the skydive they're excited and it's like oh yeah I'm going skydiving and then it you know the day comes you know whether you come with someone or you come by yourself I always recommend doing it with someone who's never done it so you can also share the same experience so let's say you two are both walking up. And um, I think, you know, checking in kind of like, okay, this is real. Um, That's a good time to like, okay, scout the area out, maybe talk to some people. Um, One thing I've always tell people or like, I've noticed from other tandem instructors is like, ask questions, you know, like, obviously, there's tons of questions like racing in your head. You know, uh, most tandem instructors have about 10,000 jumps or more uh, around that number. So like ask questions, they know what they're doing. Um, you get into the check-in, you're kind of just waiting around, waiting for them to call your number. And then you go upstairs, you go through the video and you know, the do's and don'ts of Scott Evans. That's another place to <laughs> ask questions. Um, as after that, you kind of have another five, 10 minutes to just chill. Um, any Anytime you're there, I recommend just you know chatting with people, whether it's your friend that you bring with you or just like another skydiver. Um, there's so many questions that most people are having. Um, it's gonna calm you down about the questions you have, and then it's also gonna make you feel like hey, you're one of us, you know, you're you're jumping out of planes with us, you know what I'm saying? Um, so then uh it comes to getting geared up. Um this part I would say just mainly pay attention to the instructions given. I know there's a lot of things going on, but maybe while you're chilling for five, 10 minutes, use that time to calm yourself down, whether it be breath work or visualization or um, just something that gets you out of that, like skydiving mind, because otherwise you're just going to be panicking for five minutes. Um, So when you're getting geared up, that's super important to listen to instructions because a lot of things that he's talking about or she's talking about, they're going to, you're gonna have to do on the plane. And the plane's super loud, the wind's blowing, you're not gonna be able to hear your instructor. So sometimes it's a tap, it's hand signals. Um, so super important to pay attention to that. Once you're suited up, uh, it's a couple of minutes before you're about to walk out into the plane. Uh, whether you do a video program or not, uh video package or not, you know, you might get an interview, you might get a couple pictures, but you're kind of waiting in the holdout area and um most i would say most drop zones have pretty friendly skydivers you know it's a chance to ask more questions and um there's fun jumpers there's other tandem jumpers there's uh professionals um i feel like this is the perfect time to kind of just like crack jokes just goof off like hey the plane's not here yet we're we're about to do this you know any motivation you might need um and then you know the plane starts like, and <laughs> it kind rolling around and it's about to get real um I recommend pretty much the whole plane ride up outside of the instructor telling you what to do and, like, you know, loosen up here or touch your arm here so they can strap you up. Um, I think it's just, you know, looking out the window, you know, envisioning the whole skydive, remembering your instructions. But uh, definitely enjoy every moment. Like, open your eyes. Like, it's going to be scary. A lot of people will tense up and, like, how was it? I don't know. Close my eyes. Like open your eyes. Like it's gonna be scary, but some people only do it once in their life. You might as well remember it. Um, so the plane ride up, I recommend just calming yourself down. You can't really talk to much people, except for your instructor because of the 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 sound and whatnot. Um, so that's a lot of just you, you know, <laughs> staring out the window, you know, looking at other skydivers. But um, I feel like that's a perfect opportunity to just breathe, calm yourself down, get grounded. You're about to do this plane door opens up. (laughs) That's another, that's another moment where anxiety is like, Oh gosh, here we go. Um, as you're scooting up and you're next, you know, like this is when for me, I'm cheesing. Like I'm, I'm ready to go. We're here now. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, like I said, just open your eyes and enjoy the whole moment. Um, those first 60 seconds of the actual skydive is, it's, it's surreal. It's real. It's (laughs) you're falling but in a weird way, you're floating. Like you might get that stomach feeling maybe the first one or two seconds, but then yes, you're falling, but it's like Buzz Lightyear, you're falling in style. Like you're, you, you're, you're chill. You may be not be able to breathe, but you know, everything's happening so fast. And then he pulls the chute and you can have that conversation with your instructor. Everything's super like, Hey, how are you doing? Um, and you're just flying around for eight minutes and you know, you're okay. Um, some people get, pretty anxious about the landing but like if you tell your instructor i want to land on my feet or i want to slide in typically they know how to do it with uh without heavy winds um but yeah the landing it's kind of (laughs) another place where people might have anxiety because you go in super fast but as soon as he hits the brakes you slow down so as you're approaching the landing you're like oh shit we're about to crash (laughs) and then he slows down and then you land so yeah, there's a lot of moments where I can see like breathing and calming yourself down. But I think the most important one to remember is the plane ride up. That's your moment, and anytime your talk, or your instructor is giving you instruction, be present and remember everything he's saying. Can I? Uh,
0: can I ask you? Do you yell every single time you jump out? <laughs>
1: So, I don't yell anymore, but as mm-hmm. soon as I pull and I look up and it's the perfect shoot, I do yell. That's the routine. I'm just like, yeah, let's go. So, that is a routine.
0: Okay. Yeah. Cause on, on my dive, I didn't realize it until, you know, I, I got the, the video package. Yeah. <laughs> like the whole free fall. I was like, ah. you know, like my, my tongue's out. Like, I don't even yeah. remember. I don't know where this came from. <laughs> Yeah, oh. yeah, you know, and it's like the GoPro, so it's like there's, you know, they slow it down for you at, at some points, and you can like see just your face. Um, you yeah. know, and I'm like, I I wasn't doing that. I thought I was, calm. <laughs> I thought I thought I was enjoying myself, having a nice yeah. time. Um, yeah, and I think I think there's something you know powerful about yelling, um, right, and like uh, definitely tapping in, tapping into your your diaphragm. Um, exactly. Yeah, and so now Dre, I'm gonna ask you one more question. I'd like to, I'd like for you to share with the, the audience, what's your big goal in your life right now? You mentioned you're a certified life coach. Is that where you're going? or are, are there other pursuits for this new year? We're recording this in the, the first week of January.
1: Yeah. So I think my biggest one for this year is, uh, going to Egypt and jumping over the pyramids. That's something that I've, you know, ever since I got into Scott Evan at 20, uh, 2021, I've noticed that that in Dubai, egypt and dubai are like the super bowls of Scott Evans. we have like big boogies festivals and uh, you know i kind of just had it in the back of my head i was like that'd be pretty cool and then the more i researched it you know like did everything i needed to i was like this could really happen but it's one of those things like you have to make it happen you can't just <laughs> just think it's going to happen out of itself. Um so a lot of my goals that I've built up for myself for this year is getting myself in that mindset and in that financial space and that you know like scheduling space to where I can actually do this. So it's going to be the end of October. Uh, I got plenty of time but that is my big goal right now and then aside on on the side of that I am jumping in every state all 50 states. Um uh, I have 16 down and obviously 32 more, uh, 34 more, but, um, each state I try to get somebody that's never jumped before. And that's part of the reason why I recorded you because there's some states I don't get people to. So I just use old videos from Texas and I just combine them. So I have a lot of friends that have jumped in Texas that any state I go to that I can't get anybody, but uh, that's something I've, you know, kind of like built up a following with and like just reaching out on social media, like, Hey, if I'm in your state, you're trying to jump. But, uh, yeah, those are two goals I'm trying to Wow. The Egypt one is this year. The fifty yeah. state one, there's no time limit. I'm just trying to get it done. What's the? Do you have at least the next state plan? Yeah, yeah. I go to Georgia in two weeks. Nice,
0: nice. Um, and it, it's curious that you you say there's a, a skydiving, I guess mecca or whatever you want to call it in Egypt because yeah, I do boogie. free. Yeah, the boogie. Um, I do free diving, and Dahab in Egypt is one of the the main places for that I'm right. wondering if they maybe they have like they've capitalized on all these you know extreme adrenaline hey stories. maybe you have to look into <laughs> that that could be like a, a full trip right you you dive deep down um then you check out the pyramids and then you sky hey. you're, <laughs> you're, you're getting in the high. highest <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah exactly you're, you're making me convinced that should be our our next trip um right. dre how can we find out more about you?
1: Awesome. You can find out more about me on Instagram, Dreadhead Dre uh, underscore. You can also find me on Facebook, Dre Newsom. Uh, on my Instagram, I have a link to all my websites, uh, YouTube, my life coaching website, uh, TikTok, all that stuff. But I think if you want to find me, you should go to Instagram, Dre Newsom, and it has all my links.
0: All right. Sweet. And with that, I just want to thank you for coming on the podcast. That was absolutely amazing. Um, And that's a wrap.